This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Today it's Tournament Central. We recap the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic, including an interview with the champions, Pat McSherry and Dan Fuller. Then we preview the upcoming Brian Truex Memorial Muskies Inc. Tournament in the Bemidji area this Saturday, and a brand new tournament, the Wahoo Bass Classic on Leech Lake as well. It's all coming up on today's show. I got my fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand, gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man, but the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass, and if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back. Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when I'm fishing, Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Cast a line this summer and discover the first city on the Mississippi, Bemidji, with over 400 lakes and a 25-mile radius, creates a premier destination for all anglers. With an abundance of multi-species available, you'll catch more fish, bigger fish, and create better stories to last a lifetime. For more information, go to visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points down further. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, it's uh, Dan Fuller and Pat McSherry, the champions of the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Pat because he caught the big fish of the day, earned an extra thousand dollars for the team. Uh, tell us about that fish. Uh, it was kind of funny. We were we were uh, basically using live scope or forward facing sonar to target uh, some bigger fish, and we found uh, found one. Dan positioned the boat, and I made a cast at it, and it it came kind of swimming up to my to my bait that I casted out and I said woof this is going to be this is going to be the one we want it was about two o'clock in the afternoon so it was it was starting to get late in the day and uh, that fish ate and we caught it and when it hit the net there was definitely some uh, some hollering going on and some celebrating that was that was a fish that we knew we probably needed we needed a fish of that class to probably win this tournament and so once it hit the bag we were pretty excited. And it was the difference maker. That that turns out to be the difference maker. And and Pat even made a comment that the, if that fish uses that much energy to get to my bait, there's no way he's not going to eat. And we looked up, and he was dunked. So pretty awesome. And and of course, uh, Pat was saying on stage uh, when we were doing the interview there when you uh, won it was that uh, that he needed you to be in charge of the boat because it was windy out there. It, Yes, it, it was windy, and everyone else in the field had to deal with the wind. It was just we decided early on this morning that we would be most effective fishing the way we wanted to fish if we had one person running the boat paying 120% attention to boat position and locating fish and having one person dedicated to actually casting at them. And he was dialed in on casting. He was mm-hmm. dialed in on hitting them right on the head when we needed to. And there was no reason to switch. I I maybe got to fish today for half hour, forty five minutes, and that's that's not an exaggeration. I, I might be saying I fished more than I actually did today, but that's what worked for us. Um, some others were looking at us, probably laughing. We're standing shoulder to shoulder in the front of the boat. I didn't even have a rod in my hand. 
we just we just fished. I ran the boat the best they could. I think I did a pretty darn good job. I'm not gonna pat myself on the back, but we did. You know, together as a team, we decided that was gonna be our most effective way to target the fish that we knew we needed to catch. So, pretty uh, pretty challenging because you guys uh, were out there uh, on a very windy day. A day that the cold front came in and the wind shifted from where you were pre-fishing the whole week before or whatever. Yeah, um, I've seen, I mean, we both have seen that happen out here many, many, many times. So, it, you know, you definitely use your your experience from, from the past and try and make decisions based on that. And, and you know, a lot of times when the wind blows, uh, the fish kind of scatter a little bit more and they, they move more and... It, it just it's a challenge but we know it's going to be a challenge so we don't get too down and i think that's a big part of it too is is staying positive throughout the day knowing that um if we just keep at it and make the right decisions and stay positive that we'll be able to put together a nice bag a lot of people went north were you among them yeah we were on the north half of the lake what were you using primarily today um it was pretty much uh one sixteenth ounce jigs with uh either a leech or a crawler and number seven jigging wraps so how often have you guys fished this tournament i think pat and i have fished this one probably four times now Mm. i i don't know i there's nobody in this world that'll fish more than two tournaments consecutively with me so i have to change partners all the time (laughs) so i mean i fished this the last few years, I, I fished with my uncle, I fished with my wife, I fished with Pat, I fished with Joe Anderson, I fished with the, the whole bunch of people. Fished with Logan Olson. Nobody wants to fish with me more than once or twice a year, so I, I keep mixing it up. I, you know, Pat might be back next year since you guys take home twelve thousand six hundred bucks. I sure hope so. <laughs> What's your highest finish in the tournament? Third for me. What about for you, Pat? Uh, I want to say eighth. Eighth. Yeah. So, um, so now you're first. It feels really good. This is this has been a a bucket list tournament to win. It's been on my mind every time it comes around. It, it's really important. It means a lot to me. Um, being a Bemidji native, seeing the names that have come across this stage as champs. I mean, we're talking about the best of the best of the best that have won this tournament. This this means a lot. It hasn't. It, it probably hasn't sunk in. It won't sink in for a while. But it it means a ton. Absolutely, it is a great tournament on a great lake, and of course, you guys' neck of the woods. Uh, Pat, uh, obviously, same same feelings for you. I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, I, uh, reiterating what he said. It, it's actually a major feat just to be in the top 10 in this tournament. I mean, there's a lot of good fishermen, and um, anybody can win it. So to, to be holding the trophy, it feels pretty good. So new format this year, six biggest, uh, not, not, not as much of a chess game, just get the biggest. Do you like that format, or do you prefer uh, the old format? 100% love this format. It, not a question. I think this is the best thing for this tournament. If we're going to use the app, um, I would prefer it this way. You know, like when Pat was talking about the eighth place finish, and then we had a twelfth place, I believe. Um, we hit big fish all day, and we only came in with four. So we top ten at once with four fish. 
got a 12 place with four fish like we've always been geared toward looking for the big fish and and this really fell into our laps and we were excited about the format that came up this year i i hope they continue on with it so when you were coming in how confident were you uh i knew uh just i know the lake super well and what it kicks out and i knew it was at least a top three finish i did not know if we won i thought it was definitely a possibility but didn't know for sure and how long have you guys known each other uh, since high school, I don't know, maybe 2006, five, six. Yeah, maybe. at least, at least that. And and <clears throat> Pat's got a couple older brothers that I was friends with even prior to that, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, both of which are here today, but uh, graduated with one, and one was a couple years older. So, I've always been friends with the McSherry family. They're fishing fools, um, so we kind of drive and. Then, everything hit off just what just yeah it's kind of natural for us perfect perfect day today for those guys for sure uh, pat mcsherry dan fuller they are the champions of the knights of columbus walleye classic congratulations guys thank you very much kev Yep, thanks. It was another great day at the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic, and I was once again honored to be able to be a part of it. So the top ten, as you know, Dan Fuller and Pat McSherry are your winners. They also won the uh, Ray Sport Marine Big Fish Award for the 9.156-pounder, brought home an extra $1,000 for that. Runners up, Kevin Ellis of Cast Lake, Joel Pemberton of Bemidji at 36.25 pounds. Third place went to the 35.01 pounds, brought in by Carl Adams of Black Duck, of course, know him from Timberline Sports and Jason Cupcho of Blaine. In fourth, David Zothman of Laporte and James Fahrenbacher of Bemidji, 33.43 pounds. And rounding out the top five, Aaron Schmitz and Tony Clares of Bemidji at 32.63 pounds. Second five were Dean and Toby Kavalivog of Bemidji and Brainerd, 31.98 pounds. They also were the Legacy Award winners. The Krauss Anderson Legacy Award winners collected an extra $500 for being the highest placing parent-child team. In seventh were Todd Dankert of Oak Grove and Brian Brosdahl of Max at 30.38 pounds. 29.69 pounds took eighth place Luke and Brian Hendricks of Bemidji. In ninth place, Robert Wagner of Moorhead and Dan Schultz of Frazee at 29.12 pounds. And rounding out the top ten, Zach and Dan Posner of Bemidji, another father-son team at 29.08 pounds. That's your top ten at the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. And Ted Brown was the winner of the boat, motor, and trailer package from Ray Sport and Marine as part of the big Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic raffle. Well, we've been talking a lot about walleye tournaments recently with the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament last weekend and this past weekend, of course, the Knights of Columbus Walleye Tournament. we got more tournaments to talk about coming up this Saturday, two of them, a brand new one on Leech Lake and a traditional tournament on a number of lakes in the Bemidji area. Details on those tournaments still to come. This is Mandy here, doing my part to keep Kev Jackson's ratings up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Missile Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. 
Well, it's that time of year. Time to talk about the Bemidji Cass Lake Chapter of Muskies, Inc. Their annual tournament is coming up. We have Chris Thurie back in once again to talk about it. Chris, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Well, you know, we're, we got this big tournament. You bring it in every uh, every year about this time, about uh, two weeks into the muskie season. It's always the third week into June. We try to coordinate it with all the other muskie events going on in June <laughs> in Minnesota, so... We have a little overlap, but we try to keep ours consistent. And this would be our basically our 25th year. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about a lot of muskie tournaments, certainly the, the big one that they have up here at the end of the season or in, in September, and what you guys do is you, you, can, you, you have more than one body of water to hang out on. Right. We have a roughly 25 area lakes, the Bemidji Chain, the Cass Lake Chain. We throw in Man Trap, well, Little Wolf. Uh, that's generally enough bodies of water to handle what yeah. we do. All, all, all bodies of water that have good muskies in them. Correct. Yeah. So this is the Bemidji Cass Lake chapter of Muskies, Inc. Uh, and we'll get into the specifics of the tournament and how to get registered, because you can still do that, by the way. But let's talk about the chapter and, and what you guys do. Okay. What we generally do, uh, we try to assist the DNR in helping with muskie stocking. Uh, that's one thing that we try to do. So one thing we've done this year already is that we've purchased minnow traps for the Bemidji DNR up here, so they can use them from fish ponds to feed musky fingerlings as well as you know walleyes as well. So uh, the chapter spent two thousand dollars of its funds this earlier this winter, got the traps made and brought them over to the DNR, so they have that availability to have fresh bait for the ponds. And is this tournament one of the premier ways you get funds to be able to do things one like that? One of the premier ways we have little fundraising things here and there. We have a, a lure auction in April generally. Uh, we go down to the Minnesota Muskie Expo and we'll raffle off a box of baits and try to make a little money on that. We're not a huge club, but we try to make an impact where we can. Um, I guess that's one thing that we do as far as a stocking. Another thing we like to do with this tournament is that any youth, 17 or under, that has a paid entry, you don't have to catch a fish. You don't have to be at the award ceremony, but we'll do a door prize drawing and we'll give away one lifetime youth license to one of those kids and we feel that's part of you know bringing it back and promoting the sport or fishing in general so we can get someone to maintain it and fish the rest of their life oh the the ability to just to know you've got the license for the rest of your life uh wish they'd have come up with that sooner in my life it, it would be nice uh <laughs> it's really not beneficial for us at this point but for the kids yeah it's great so it's one of the things that we like to try to do is is uh, uh promote youth fishing okay well, I'm, I'm assuming, like most muskie tournaments, this is a total number of inches, correct? Correct. It's got to be a 40-inch minimum and to qualify to start with. Though I do want every angler, if they catch a fish under 40, to let us know so I can... At the end of the event, I do a report for the DNR. So how many fish caught, um, the matter of the length, and on what body of water... And so forth. So they can have records to see how their stocking proceeds are doing. You know, with just general information they can use. Okay. So um, typically, how many fish get caught in this tournament? Typically, I would say we use like a 10% rule. So if okay. there is, right now we have 87 anglers registered, uh, 12 youth of the 87. Uh, we're going to go with about 8 to 10 fish will be caught on average. Uh, probably anywhere from 6 to 7 of them, maybe over 40. I anticipate we're going to get at least two or three over the 50-inch mark. Okay. Which is one of the things we get into the tournament, some of the little added things we did for this year's event to make it even more special. Oh, okay. So um, 
I'm guessing that uh, with the number of lakes you have involved, there's really no maximum number of, of anglers you can have in this tournament, is there? No. Uh, we say with the DNR to keep it under 200 people. Okay. Uh, we've The highest number we've ever had has been like 125, uh, and we're currently, again, at 87. I expect to be around 100 or a little bit more than that by Friday. Okay. Well, uh, how has the first two weeks of musky fishing been? Uh, for me, it's been kind of slow, but I've been working on this event more or less to start with. After this event's over, then I'll be doing a lot more hardcore fishing. But there's been a few big ones caught. I can't always give all the information out because it's pre-tournament. But sure, sure. Bemidji and Plantagenet generally do pretty well. Uh, man traps and up and comer and uh, Cast Lake is Cast Lake. So, you know, people that fish the event, they know where to go. They've got their hot spots already kind of kind of figured out they're just going to do a little like i do run around and see what the water temperatures are where do i see bait etc so how do we go about getting involved in this tournament if we haven't signed up yet you go to the bemidji cast lake website and there's a link right there that'll say register for our tournament it's mm-hmm. quick and it's easy how much does it cost to get in uh 75 for an adult oh that's and that's a good 30, deal yeah, 30 for a youth Okay. So it's, yeah, it's a small little event, raises money for the club in addition to a scholarship for BSU for the aquatic studies and the youth license. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Um, so in addition to running this tournament and those other fundraisers you talked about, what are some of the other things people who join the Bemidji Catholic chapter of Muskies Inc. might be finding themselves involved in or advantages to being a member of the club? Well, you get to obviously meet with anglers who love the sport mm-hmm. so if you're new to musky fishing and you want to learn some secret tips and so forth we're there to help and share i'm there to help share uh okay. what bodies of water are, are doing well um what baits to use techniques to use etc um other things that people have to think about is musky fishing is not an inexpensive cheap hobby so once you get into musky fishing and you learn to network a little bit, you can find things like our lure auction. We sell baits and we raffle off baits that are high end. You can get for pennies. Um, I spend time working with vendors during the off season too about, you know, they donate to our club because they know we promote their baits and so forth. So for folks new to musky angling, they can get into it a little less expensively than just to go whole hog and right. get started. So that's one thing. And to be successful, you need information. And um, not just how to find fish, but how to catch them and how to safely release them. Well, obviously, you're one chapter, but in Muskies Inc. in general, what are some of the overall concerns? What are some of the overall goals of Muskies Inc. these days here in the 21st century? Well, we're looking at, you know, again, involving youth is one of our mission statements, um, promoting, promoting research and development of muskies in general. So, Proper stocking and proper just good stewardship of the lakes. I mean, we want to be we want to be able to share the lakes with all the people on the water, uh, walleye people, jet skis, whatever. We want to be good stewards of the lake and be representative of being outdoors people in general. Um, I guess for that's pretty much overall what we would do there. Okay. Um, what are some concerns you as a chapter or the Muskies Inc. overall have right now when it comes to maybe muskies or lake health in general? Well, we'd like to, again, help the DNR make... We're, I'm not a biologist, so we'd like to help the DNR where we can with... If they need things like earlier mental traps or measuring devices or just general information uh, about how the muskie fishing is, what are you seeing out there, 
how many fish have you caught, how many hours do you fish, any positive or constructive feedback we'd like to give back to the DNR. And then, if anything else, promote the sport so my kids and their kids can enjoy the sport from years to come. Uh, so we like to work on musky stocking. And, again, just good uh, uh, release of the fish and just promoting the sport in general. Yeah. One of the things that continues to be somewhat controversial, particularly in areas where muskies haven't been before, if, if there's a thought about stocking, and I remember this being down in southern Minnesota somewhere a few years ago, all the concern that uh, they're going to eat all the walleyes or they're going to eat all this, they're all going to eat all that. Um, the reality is any you go to any lake up here that's got muskies in them, there's a lot of walleyes and a lot of northerns and a lot of perch. Uh, they're doing just fine. Yeah, there have been studies done that have shown that muskies' diet is not what people would think they are. They do; they are the largest general predator in the lake. Mm-hmm. But studies show they generally eat suckers and perch. Uh, they generally don't go after a walleye per se as their main source of food. Uh, and again, why would you? They got spines on them and stuff. They hurt when you eat them, I guess. <laughs> uh, again, I'm not a biologist, but what I've seen some reports that suggest that. But as you just said. Uh, healthy lake fisheries generally have a good musky population in it. They have got good walleye population in it. And they have good largemouth, smallmouth in it. Yeah. And panfish as well. So it's all part of an ecosystem. So the idea is to, uh, again, not a biologist, but uh, a healthy lake fishery generally has muskies in it, sure. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, uh, I just heard a report, and this is an anecdotal thing, but it was somebody who was doing a study, and he noticed that oftentimes – Larger walleyes are just swimming alongside the muskies and kind of going after the same stuff. Uh, I have caught some large walleyes when I've been musky fishing. <laughs> uh, it generally is in a tournament, and it generally is uh, another 30-inch walleye. Uh, <laughs> walleye, I, walleye anglers are just rolling their yeah, eyes when you say that. people looking at me, and, they're, uh, and I'm looking at them like, you know, we got to do something about this, with, about these fish in the lake on my tournament day. Um <laughs> And we know again. I successfully release those as well if I can, sure. yeah. because I'm there to catch muskies, not big walleyes. Now, when I want to catch walleyes, okay, I like my 15 to 17 inch fish, but I like to throw the big ones back. Sure, we're kind of a catch and release kind of club anyway. So, uh, you know, but it does happen. Yeah, you know, it's the way it is. Okay. Well, once again, if we want to get involved in the tournament. Uh just go to the website. That's the best way to get go registered. Go to the website. No, we do call it the Brian Truax Memorial. Oh. Uh, the last 24 years, it was called the Midgey Cass Lake. Well, Brian was a icon of musky fishing up here. Uh, besides being an avid outdoorsman, musky fisherman, he was a, a successful business person, um, was very well involved with youth hockey here. He was an icon in Bemidji. Mm-hmm. And we lost Brian in March. And um, uh, for the musky community... Uh, not just in Bemidji, but statewide, it was it was hard felt. So uh, we talked with the family, and we asked if we could change the name of the event and call it the Brian Truax Memorial. And we're happy to say we're doing that this year, and it's going to remain that way. So the Bemidji Cast Lake Tournament is no longer what we now be called the Brian Truax Memorial. Uh, that is a that is a great name for a tournament. Really I agree. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. So the Brian Truex Memorial Muskie Tournament is this Saturday. Uh, what time can you start fishing? 5 a.m. Okay. Tournament ends promptly at 4. You have to have your paperwork to me, your write-up on your fish, you know, length and so forth. Uh, documents are provided to me by 5 o'clock sharp at Calvary Lutheran Church. And worth noting, it is not 
an app tournament, but it is a photography tournament. Photography. So you got to learn how to take yep. a picture correctly. Take a picture on your phone with the fish on the bump board, nose against the board, tail pinched, uh, can't block the, the nose or the tail, and big fish gets the most points. Uh, unlike other years, this year, uh, the nice folks, uh, Jake Farm State Farm, Jake Bloom at State Farm, excuse me, uh, they're donating a replica. So oh, nice. the, lax, the largest fish caught in this event, that person will receive a, a gift certificate to a lax reproduction. It doesn't have to be the fish you caught. Uh, it can be any fish you have, but you have till the end of December of this year to get the fish registered in with lax. Um, we appreciate that from Jake Bloom. That's a nice way to start the Brian Truax Memorial with a big fish replica. Uh, and again, I fully expect from all the people out there fishing it, that one of you, if not a couple, are going to get on the mid-50s out here. So right. that's a nice little kick, uh, a nice little incentive for the tournament this year. Absolutely. Is there uh, anything else we need to know before we wrap it up today? Uh, basically, uh, again, any questions, give me a call. My number is on the website. Uh, the, the rules are plainly there, but if you have questions about where to get a placard, you can give me a call, but we'll have them out at, all, at, the, at Ridgetop. And at Northwoods Bait, we'll have placards there by 5 on Friday. You can pull the placard up on your phone. That's the most common question that I get this time of year. Mm-hmm. It's the one that I can answer besides, what's the water temp? Where are you seeing bait? <laughs> well, I, I'm going to say, well, the bait's out there, and the water temps are in the 70s. So we're, it's looking like a good weather weekend. Uh, the weather, the heat, heat that we had is probably down a little bit, so that helps the water, the water temperature. So we, uh, it looks like it's going to be a great weekend coming up. All right. Chris Thury from the Bemidji Catholic Chapter of Muskies, Inc. The Brian Truax Memorial Muskie Tournament is this Saturday. And Chris, thanks for being here today to get us caught up on that. Love to be here. Thank you. Coming up next, we talk about another tournament set for this Saturday, a brand new one, a bass tournament on Leech Lake. It's a fundraiser for Walker Youth Hockey. Adam Jackson of Ajax Guide Service has the details coming up. This is Toby Kabalibak. All of us proud to make Kev Jackson sound smart. Sort of. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hey, we're checking in with Adam Jackson of Ajax Guide Service over in the Walker area as as he gets ready for a, a new tournament that he's kind of been front and center for. Uh, Adam, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today. Hey, thanks, Kev. So let's talk a little bit about uh, this big event that's coming up, a first-year event. It's called the Wahoo Bass Shootout. Uh, and let's start there. Um, what? What? Yes, Wahoo. What is the Wahoo Bass Shootout? Well, the Walker Area Hockey Association uh, is putting on this bass fishing tournament here on Leech Lake. On June 17th, uh, we're launching out of Walker City Park at 7 a.m. Uh, it is a 100-team tournament. 
though we don't have that signed up this year, we hope to grow it to that next year and following years. Okay, so a 100-team tournament goal. We're not there yet, but um, you, you decided to do a fundraising tournament. Is there any specific thing you're trying to raise funds for or just generally trying to, to help the youth association? This is the hockey association in general. Okay. Um, we're, a small, we're a small club, but mm-hmm. uh, growing every year exponentially. And so just kind of keeping up with the, the growth rate. Yeah, and, and I think what's cool about this is you know, there's so many. I mean, there's so many uh, fundraising walleye tournaments, uh, and I know there's a lot of bass circuits out there, but you don't hear of a you know a big bass tournament uh, for for some of these types of organizations. So this is kind of cool. Yeah, we're just uh, we're kind of putting the foot through the door, so to speak. Yeah, checking so, it out. So Walker Area Youth Hockey Association. Let's talk a little bit about that. What what is it? I mean, I, I think it kind of describes itself, but uh, just give me more of the parameters of what you guys are doing and what you want to do in the future. Well, we have a uh, a mini mite squad, a mite squad, uh, squirt, peewee, and bantam, and uh, we'd like to you know grow those team numbers. Though so our our uh, mini mites and mite numbers are really good, we seem to kind of drop off a little bit after that and we'd like to have a little more retention in those areas and and kind of grow the grow the program you you called it wahoo for a specific reason um kind of a, a description of what you guys do so tell me about that sure it was uh part of the uh the hockey board and um parents that are involved in the hockey association and we formed a, a committee and uh, we called it the walker area hockey outreach organization and so it's kind of our fundraising committee so to speak okay and and you know you need you need uh, there's a lot of things to pay for in hockey there's gear there's uh, there's ice That's there's it. uniforms there's travel i mean on and on and on it goes you got it yeah how many kids are involved in the the program right now do you know you know offhand i don't but uh I would say probably right around sixty. Okay, maybe seventy. And and you know I know Walker area uh, or youth hockey's been around for a while um, since the facility was it built. Has. Yep, yep, exactly. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about this tournament itself. I mean, a bass tournament on Leech Lake. That's, there's nothing rare about that. There's a lot of bass to be caught. But what are what are your rules and what are your your uh, curveballs that you're throwing at the anglers? So we're allowing them to have an eight-fish bag on this tournament that can be a mixed bag of largemouth and smallmouth. Um, we're giving them eight hours to get it done. And uh, in that time frame, uh, they will be recording their catch with the real live well app developed by Classic Bass and Scott Bonema. And they've actually allowed us to use that uh, particular app uh, scoring app, which converts uh, a photographed length to weight using the uh, standardized BNR uh, length to weight conversion. Okay, and and, and of course, uh, largemouth, smallmouth. That's interesting, but it's getting to be uh, more and more. You're going to need smallmouth to win a tournament like this. That's right. Yeah, and then and Leech Lake has them. Yeah, <laughs> I know they do. Which is, of course, the one of the most interesting stories that has developed over the last five plus years 
on, on Leech Lake is the development of that smallmouth fishery to the point where, in a lot of tournaments, you've got to have all smallmouth to win. I mean, it's getting to be that populous out there. You got it. No, there's uh, there's definitely a, a big increase in the smallmouth population out here, and we're starting to see the size uh, come up in them. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say super uncommon, but pretty tough to break 20 inches out here for a long time, and now we're we're seeing it, you know, quite often. Yeah. Well, it is... Uh... And, it's a, Go ahead. I was just saying, it's a spectacular bass fishery on, on both sides of the equation, largemouth and smallmouth. Yep. A lot of different uh, areas to fish them in. It's got perfect habitat and structure for those smallmouth and the largemouth as well. All of the little bays, uh, all the rice beds, all the pads. I mean, it's all there. Well, you know, you, you live in Walker uh, on the shores of Leech Lake, so it makes sense to have a fishing tournament as a fundraiser. Absolutely, that's what we said too. So, uh, what may I mean? There's you, you can do walleye, you can do bass. Uh, I mean, those are two two that'll bring out a lot of people. Muskies is a little more selective, but but what made you decide you wanted to do bass versus a, a walleye tournament? Well, initially uh, we had talked about doing a walleye tournament, and uh, we already have the Leech Lake walleye tournament here on Leech Lake uh, that's put on by the community. And uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't want to reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and having coffee and uh, chatting with a few local experts um, and one big influencer, Chip Lear, um, he said, you know, why not do a bass tournament? And I said, bass, you know, I don't know. I said, let's, uh, let's talk more about it. And uh, so down the road we went, and here we are. All right, so this will be the first ever, uh, and again, worth noting that it is not filled up now. It's a 100-boat max, but it's not filled up now, so you can Correct. still get registered. You got it, and that you can do that at wahoobass.com. Okay, wahoobass. Very easy, right on the, right on the uh, website there. Wahoobass.com. Register right on the website. You'll be using the Real Live Well Classic Bass Champion Series um app correct correct you okay. got it and i'm i'm assuming that's a free download it is yep for this tournament it is okay and uh and go time is 7 a.m saturday morning uh adam anything else uh, you want to add about the tournament hey anybody's welcome to come down to the city park and watch the launch at 7 a.m boats will be returning starting to return about three o'clock uh we'll have some stuff going on down at the city park the award ceremony starts at 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. Excuse me, up at uh, the Walker Area Community Center. And uh, the previous evening, Friday, on the 16th at 6, will be the rules meeting up there at oh. the Walker Area Community Center. All right, sounds excellent. Uh, how's the bite been on Leech uh, lately? When I was there for the walleye cl- tournament last weekend, it was pretty darn good. Yeah, it's still on fire. Bring your, bring your mitts. Bring your oven mitts. <laughs> um so your your particular business ajax guide service are you a multi-species guy or are you a walleye guy primarily when it comes to guiding you know walleyes uh kind of pay the bills and muskies is what everybody loves to do right right <laughs> and and bass as well i uh, don't do a whole lot of pan fish but you know i'm all about people having fun and uh teaching them how to fish and 
you know, how, how to go about it. How'd you get into the guiding business and, and how did you get into fishing? Well, <laughs> this is a long story, but <laughs> uh, when I was younger, uh, I used to mow grass, uh, you know, for a little bit of side cash, right? Mm-hmm. 13, 14 years old. And one day I was out uh, in my grandpa's boat and a gentleman hailed me over from his dock and he said, how many fish you got on that stringer? So I held up my stringer. I had a few walleyes on there. He goes, boy, he goes, I got some people here that would love to go out and fish. You, you want to teach them? And so that's how I got my start. Wow. How old were you? I was uh, 14. Wow. That's... And uh, I took off when I was 18 and went to Alaska and came back uh, in 2015 and fired her back up. And are you a full-time guide or part-time guide? How does it work for you? I like uh, nowadays about three, four days a week is good for me. Okay. All right. And if people want to go fishing with you and uh, on Leech Lake, uh, how do they go about getting signed up? AjaxGuideService.com. That's, that's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> AjaxGuideService.com. You got it. All right, and Adam, one more time, uh, details for the tournament for those who might want to get registered between now and go time? Hey, wahoobass.com, right on the homepage there. Go to registration, just fill out the form. We'll send you the entry form and uh, your ability to pay. All right. And we'll get you signed up. Sounds great. He's Adam Jackson of Ajax Guide Service and the Walker Area Youth Hockey Association getting ready for their big event, the inaugural First ever Wahoo Bass Shootout, Saturday, 7 a.m. on the shores of Leech Lake. And Adam, thank you for your time. Appreciate you being here today. Hey, you too, Kev. Thanks for your time, and thanks for the opportunity to get it out there. Well, once again, a great recap of the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic with the champions and previewing a couple of tournaments coming up. The Brian Truex Memorial Muskies, Inc. Tournament this Saturday on a number of lakes. And, of course, the first ever Wahoo Bass Classic on Leech Lake. Take advantage of those or just get on the water and fish. It is time. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here.